Welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Welcome. Thank you for being here and listening to another episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. I am actually recording this in Perth. I have been here for work this week, working on a a project, which is a bit of a different one for me than what I would normally do. Part of what I do for work is working with my own coaching clients, which is predominantly women who are at some kind of professional crossroads, either they're working and they're wanting to improve their work situation. So some of them that I work with are in leadership positions and they're wanting to improve their results, their communication, their effectiveness, working on more strategic projects. I've got some people that are working and wanting to make a change from what they're currently doing to move out into a very different kind of industry or start their own thing. And I've got some who are in business for themselves as a, I guess, a solopreneur is often the term that's used. And they're wanting to grow their business because there's a lot of challenges that can come up when you start working for yourself. So half the time I'm doing that, working with my clients. And uh, other times I actually freelance as a facilitator for other people. And the reason why I do that is because I love the variety of it. It gets me out from just working at my own home office, which is where I predominantly work um, with my private clients. And it gets me in front of groups and interacting with different people in different kinds of work situations. And I really enjoy that variety. And it's been really interesting, this particular project that I've been doing, because it is a different kind of work environment. And the topic that we are running the program about is about culture and safety. And it's been really interesting meeting and talking with people that are in a very different work life to me and a very different work life than what I've had in the past. And it's not necessarily to say that it's better or worse. It's just different from what I am currently doing and what I used to do. And I had a realization today, actually, that I'm not really sure if I could go back to being a full-time employee again. You know, some people can do that, like go and work for themselves for a little while, and then they decide to go back to being um, employed again, and they feel really happy about that. I, I certainly know people that have done that change and really feel happy about it, but I'm not there yet, I, th- I think is the realization that I've had. And I think it would have to be a really, really great opportunity to, you know, accept a job in order to offset the freedom that I feel like I enjoy now, as well as the flexibility that I see in the the direction that I can go from here because I work for myself. So I'm not saying never could I imagine myself being employed again, but definitely I feel really happy with what I've created for myself now. And I guess seeing how some people work and 
the environment that they're in and all that kind of thing really consolidated that for me again this week. Yes, there are certainly more opportunities for change and for growth for me in what I'm doing for myself and in my business now. And it was also a good reminder for me, the sort of things that I used to have to deal with when I was working for someone else that I don't necessarily miss. But any wahoozy, that's just a little side tangent note. This week's episode is actually one designed to help you if you are in a work situation that is just not working for you anymore. And I certainly have interacted with a few people that I feel like are in that category, whether they're realizing it or not, uh, this week with the program that I was delivering. And for some people, they are aware and they're just not ready to make the move yet, or they've given, there's a bit of a timeline uh, of, you know, maybe I'll, I'll give it a, another couple of years working in this job, even though it's making me go inside a cupboard and swear because I'm so pissed off about whatever's happening. And that reality is tricky to deal with. So I want to talk today about a few things that are actually really important for you to be clear on before you make any kind of move in your career and work life. Now, just to be clear, when I talk about your move, your move might be ripping the band-aid off what you're doing for work and just pulling the pin basically like I did when I left my various jobs in the past or it could be that your move is just starting to have some sort of conversations about what options are out there for you exploring what could be right for you given where you're at right now, what's important to you right now, the life stage that you're at, etc. So that you don't just leap away from where you are, especially if it's really uncomfortable, just leaping away from that out into something new only to find that you're not any happier in that new space or that the happiness hit that you get just from being somewhere new only lasts a little while. You want to make that move be a meaningful one and one that's going to set you up for the next little phase of your work life. Why I think it's important that you're aware of you know, these things that are important for you to be clear on is because if you're in a job that is just no longer working for you, you're feeling disconnected, maybe unfulfilled, unappreciated, maybe you're also having health issues like I did. And it's important that before you make any kind of rash decision that you actually allocate some time and some energy to getting clear on a few things. And these things are not necessarily things that are going to come to you instantly. And there's a book that I'm reading at the moment which is really a surprise read for me because I was given it as part of a training program that I'm part of and I looked at it and I thought oh yeah whatever it just didn't appeal to me straight out of the gate if you like but then I've recently picked it up and have been loving it and it is called The Power of Moments and it is written by two guys called Chip and Dan Heath and a quote in that that I read this week on the plane actually when I was flying to Perth, is learning who we are, what we want and what we're capable of, it's a lifelong process. And I really like that because I truly believe that that is true. 
that really getting to know yourself is something that takes time and it will just always continue. You never kind of really arrive or get to the end of it. And I think that that's okay. It's, it's, it's not a bad thing. And for me, it just takes the pressure off that sometimes people put on themselves of feeling like they're supposed to know straight away. They're supposed to just know what they want to do next or what's the perfect job for them. And if you want to do work that's really truly aligned to who you are and what's important to you, that can take some time because you've got to have that level of self-awareness, not just an awareness of what you don't like. And sometimes it's a bit of a case of trial and error, but that's what I guess this journey is all about. So my question for you as we dive into this is how much longer can you see yourself continuing to do exactly what you're doing for work right now? How much longer do you think you can do it? It's an interesting question because for me, many, many years ago when I worked in radio, there was a moment where I realized that I was considering contract renegotiations and all that kind of thing. And I realized that I was sort of negotiating with myself and ended up landing on giving myself a timeline of 12 more months. I'm going to work for 12 more months. I'll just negotiate a, a contract of one year to figure out what it was for me that I wanted to do next. I really knew that I wasn't happy, wasn't feeling fulfilled in what I was doing. And so I thought maybe 12 more months, that would work for me. But something in me told me that that was just a way of me avoiding and denying and hiding. And so I decided to just rip the Band-Aid off and to not re-sign a contract and to leave radio as the industry. I didn't know what I was going to go and do next, but that was the decision that I made in that moment. Now, that is definitely not the right approach for everyone and it's not necessarily what I would recommend although for some people it might be exactly what they need to do with hindsight I definitely could have handled that situation differently but you know it is what it is or you know it was what it was but the takeout is that if you can't see yourself doing the same thing for work for another three years or more then it's probably time for you to start to consider your next move options, what they could be. So that's what this episode is really kind of about. If you're at that space of maybe thinking that you might be having a timeline on your current work situation. So it's not just about pulling the ripcord, but it is about you starting to think about what your options are to start to make some plans so that you can give yourself a decent sort of runway in the lead up to whatever your next move is going to be, especially if you think that that move might be a move out of your current industry or into starting your own thing, because that brings with it a kind of different set of challenges amongst all of the standard ones. So I'm going to be sharing in this episode one thing that is important for you to start to get clear on or at least a little bit clearer on before you make your move. It's one thing but it's broken into a few parts or or questions just to help you you know break it down and to get some of that clarity because then by considering these things you can try them on and see how you feel about each one which will help you get closer to figuring out what move you'll be ready for next, whatever that is. 
So the one big thing that I think that you need to be clear on before you make any kind of career move is what's not working for you right now. Now, when you consider that question, some things might come to mind for you really quickly or you might almost draw a blank because it just everything all just feels pretty crappy. But either way is fine. You just want to pose the question and see what comes up for you. And it's really important to approach this with a bit of what I call, you know, a judgment-free filter. Everything is valid. Every thought, every half of an idea. It doesn't mean that you're going to do anything about this straight away. You're just looking for some initial thoughts. So because that's a bit of a, I guess, a broad question, there's some other sub questions that I think might help you draw out a little bit more and to get a little bit more insight around where you're at right now. So other questions that you can consider as part of figuring out what's not working for you right now is what are you not getting enough of in your current role? And this is sort of thinking about what you're not getting maybe not enough time to work on or that you don't get to do as much in your role that you would like to spend more time on or more time spent doing. For me, in one of my last roles, I was very busy working very long hours and doing lots of stuff. But what I wasn't getting enough of was actual people and team management and team development. And that was something that I really enjoyed and thrived in and felt like I was good at, but my role just continued to become more and more administrative, more and more process, more around finance and all of that, which I could do and do reasonably well, but it just wasn't giving me enough time around that people development side. What is it for you? What are you not getting enough of in your current role? Second little sub-question is, The opposite of that, I guess, in some ways, what are you getting too much of? So where is it that your time is being spent or caught up on or up in, caught on, that feels like it's more and it's taking up more time for you than you would like? What are the sorts of things that you just feel like, if I didn't have to do this or if I could spend half as much time on that, I'd have more time for the other things that I really enjoy doing. So what are you getting too much of or having to do too much of in your current role or situation. Third little sub-question is, of what you're doing right now, what's unfulfilled in you? What feels unsatisfying? With a caveat to this, that every role has things in it that you might probably rather not have to do. And part of that is just the reality of life and work. But ideally, those things would be the minority of your time. So you also want to consider the difference between things that you have to do that you can, you know, force yourself to do to a certain extent that you can still appreciate the value of it, even if you don't necessarily enjoy the process, compared to doing things that just feel really unsatisfying, feel like a real waste of your time and and ability. And there is a difference between that. So it's not necessarily that you have to love every every task, everything on your to-do list, 
but you do want to be able to see the value of it. Uh, someone I was working with recently, we were talking about one of the things that they have to do in their role is uh, a whole sequence of steps around performance management of the team and they have quite a big team and there's a lot of back-end tasks and uh, administration that needs to be done and they were really struggling with this so we actually had a conversation about getting clear on what the value was of doing that and it just allowed them to get a different perspective on preparing for that so that it didn't make it necessarily any more fun but we created a couple of shortcuts that still delivered the value that they could see in the task but it didn't feel as heavy I guess, if you like. Sub-question number four is what impact has your work had on you up until now? And this is a big one and it can sometimes be a bit uncomfortable to admit to yourself and you really actually want to get a bit real with yourself about the impact that your work is having on you and on various other aspects of your life. For example, a client that I'm working with at the moment used to have a job and was suffering really badly physically for years because of that job and what it required of her. And sometimes the physical impacts can be a bit more obvious. So what about also considering the more subtle impacts? Things like, and this is potentially going to hurt, it certainly hurt for me when I was back then and really considering a career move, when I started to realize the impact that my job and the amount of time and energy that I was choosing to give it, consider for yourself, what events have you missed out on or been late for, for various work reasons? And I know that there are always reasons and stories and excuses about things coming up and this client and that deadline and this project. But seriously, what events have you missed out on or been late for because of work? How is what you're doing for work impacting your important relationships and how much quality time and connection you actually feel to those people in your life? If you're constantly feeling stressed out, running late, under pressure, unhappy, how does that play out for you at home or when you're catching up and hanging out with others? Are you more emotional than usual? That was something for me, like I was getting more teary and I'm not really a crier. Are you getting snappish or angry, feeling tired, a bit disengaged, that sort of thing? You know, this is a massive one. And it was for me when I was back in my last corporate job before I made the move to start the Transit Lounge because I defaulted to prioritising work for so long. And that obviously has lots of history as to why I, you know, am a bit like that, that recovering workaholic syndrome. And I know I still definitely have a tendency to do that now. But there were moments where I had to recognise that I wasn't actually being the kind of person I wanted to be because of the work situation that I'd allowed myself to be in and stay in. And that became a big catalyst for me looking to create change. 
that if I couldn't seem to make the change just for myself, even though I was feeling stressed, sad, underutilized, uh, undervalued, all of that, I couldn't get to a point of going all those things were enough reason for me to leave or to make a change. But maybe I could do it for the people in my life that I cared about and wanted to keep in my life. And sometimes that's the sort of leverage that you've got to get over yourself so that you don't do what I did, which is to keep pushing and telling yourself that if you just work a little bit harder, if you just get through this project, then everything will be better. I certainly told myself that for a long time. And it wasn't until I really allowed myself to face up to the fact that my work choices were having a big impact on other aspects of my life that were not good, that I actually could start to make some change and look for what could be done differently. And then sub-question number five is, what would happen if you don't make any change in your current work situation for another year or more? Now, this is another one that can actually feel really uncomfortable to think about, but you have to do it because all of this insight is going to be invaluable to help you make the right decision for what's next for you. So as uncomfortable as it is, really let yourself sit in that space of that potential scenario. Just imagine it's a year from now and you're still in the same work situation. You're still doing the same thing. Nothing has changed in your role or your work life at all. What impact would that have on you? How do you think you'll be feeling by then, given how you feel right now, give it another year or so? And how do you feel you'll look? Like if you were to create a picture in your mind of how you'll look, how do you think you'll be looking? And how would you be talking about your job and interacting with others who you work with and outside of your work life? Who else would be impacted in what way if you don't make some sort of change in your work life in the next 12 months or so? All right, so I know that these are some big questions to consider. But seriously, if you look at these questions for yourself and you're really honest with yourself, you will get so much more clarity. Not necessarily clarity about what role you want to do next, but really important insights into what you don't want to recreate in whatever your next move is. Because before you can look toward where you want to go, it's really important that you actually look about where you're at now. What's going on for you now that's making you feel unhappy and use that as fuel to move yourself forward, knowing that the choices that you make will be more aligned to who you want to be and how you want your work life to look and feel. So that's your food for thought from the Transit Lounge menu this week. And I hope it gets you thinking and that you really do explore some of these questions and see what comes up. Because the better that you can articulate for yourself what's not working for you right now, the easier it will become for you to look ahead to start to create a work life by design rather than by default. So that's it for this episode. 
And if you are starting to think that you might want to make some sort of career change in the next 6, 12 months or so, then make sure that you download my new free guide, which is the top 10 in-demand skills for women making a career change. The URL that you can go to to get that free guide is thetransitlounge.com forward slash in hyphen demand hyphen skills. Yes, I will put a link in the show notes for you. But that's it for this episode for this week. And I hope that you have a really great week exploring the question of what's not working for you in your work life right now. See you next week. Thanks for listening to The Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.